podcast listeners. Welcome to The Good in Life. This is Sandra. And this is Cody here again, guys. How's it going? Hope you all are having a great week. We've been kind of busy ourselves, but at the same time doing the same things with our at-home order still. Yep. Quarantining, quarantining, and more. As things are are starting to open up, we uh, hopefully will get to venture out a little bit more. Looking forward to maybe the nail shop and the hair salon. Anything you're looking forward to, Cody? They still haven't opened any hair salons or barbershops or anywhere like that. We miss you, hairdressers. We miss you. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's lots of memes out there with everyone's roots coming out and... uh, at-home cuts, quarantine cuts. cuts, I've definitely seen that for sure, Um, but we definitely feel very blessed with all you artistic hairstylists out there. We appreciate it anyway in the Sells House. We have kind of difficult hair with the curly hair and the, the, I don't know, Spanish side of it, as I think. Hispanic ethnic (laughs) You can't just cut it it like everyone else's. Yeah. Um, So we definitely have an appreciation for you. Um, but anyway, we just wanted to um, thank you all for listening to our show last week. We had quite a good response, and um, hopefully it was a blessing to you. We just had a heart to really spark some joy, so that's why we titled it that. You know, um, It's important to us to laugh, even sometimes in the hard times. It's harder, but it's important, and you'll look back and be like, you know, God is still good, and it's still good to laugh, and there the important things are your family, the Lord in your life, and uh, just pursuing pursuing the joy. Yeah, you know. For sure. So that's really what our mission is as a family here. So anyway, we wanted to just kind of maybe review some of the things we've done this week. Um, we actually ordered from a restaurant, didn't we? That was our first little. Oh yeah, true. We <laughs> usually on Tuesday nights we have like a, a date night, but it's been a little bit, um, well, more of a family date night. Late, I was gonna say lately the only thing we've really eaten out anything for what like the six weeks is what maybe Chipotle for once or twice, but that's about it. I mean, right? It's been so foreign. I mean, we're not huge, you know, restaurant eating out all the time, but it's really strange when when you look back over the last six weeks and that's all you've eaten is Chipotle. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's just easy to order that. I think you know what to expect. But when you're ordering out just at a random restaurant maybe you've never been to, you're you know, you're kind of going on faith there, aren't you? Yeah. We <laughs> We kind of did. We got some was it Thai food? I think it was just Chinese food. Was or it something. Chinese yeah. food? Yeah. We had um, we'd seen a review on um one of the local people here in our town. Um they just run kind of a restaurant blog where they go to different restaurants around our our town and um they had posted um this is like the best pad thai that you know i've ever had in the area and um and the restaurant actually happened to be right down the road from our house um and so i said hey let's let's order some pad thai because i love pad thai um it's definitely one of my favorite go-tos whenever we go to a um like a you know any type of like chinese or thai or whatever restaurant and um, so we did. We got some pad thai and we got like some soup. I, what did you get? For well, I got. I usually get like a vegetable and like kind of a, a leaner kind of stir fry or something like that. You know, um, I would say the lesson with takeout pad thai or takeout Thai food. It wasn't bad. Pad, the pad thai is good, but a lot of the other stuff not so good for takeout. Like we got the kids some tempura, chicken and vegetables or something. It, 
that's better at the restaurant. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. <laughs> that's my food review. That's better at the restaurant. Pad Thai kind of, it, it is what it is and it stays the same whether you eat it there or take it home because it's a noodle dish, right? Right. So, right. Anyway. Yeah, the Pad Thai was good. <laughs> the We've, Pad Thai was good. There's also this, um, which I could totally do that right now, is um, a Vietnamese, how do you say it, pho? I don't want to. I don't want to curse on here, so <laughs> I want to make sure I'm saying it the correct way. Probably not the correct way, but anyway, um, it's like this Vietnamese soup that you can do different types of meats and things in. So you can do like, you know, whether it's crab or shrimp or like, I usually get like chicken or pork. Um, I'm not a huge uh, seafood person, so, but it comes with like all this, not just noodles and not just meat, but, oh, you, you have to try it. Just look it up. Vietnamese, I think it's called either pho or pho, and um, it's an amazing, delicious soup. But we have a cool little place around the corner from our house that we. So my first experience of that, though, I didn't really love it, and it's probably because I didn't order it right. Is that right? Or is it really just the flavor of it? I think. Well, so the thing is, I think you like cilantro a lot in your soups. Right. And this had. Uh, what did it have in it? Was it basil? It's a basil leaf. It was basil. So, and I think that's more of the Vietnamese flavors compared to what you grew up with, which is what Spanish. More Hispanic flavor. So maybe it was just new, and I would need to give it another chance, probably. So you weren't used to the sweet <laughs> rather than the the. I don't even know how to describe cilantro. I didn't like cilantro for the longest time, but I actually really married, love it now. Then he married me and he got exposed to all yeah. these things that are secretly in every dish. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can change the taste buds of your spouse, I think. But obviously you do it, you know, kindly. And I wouldn't put something purposefully that did Kindly didn't and like secret. In no, right. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. You put cinnamon in our chili sometimes. Put a little laxative in there once. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That I is, would never do that. No, you would never do that. <laughs> so There's people out there that would, though. <laughs> Don't ever do that to my chili. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know who you are. <laughs> but anyway, we wanted to see and ask you guys, um, and you can give us an answer on our Anchor FM channel. Um, if you want to jump on there and, and give us a voice recording, what are some of the places that you guys frequented uh, when you were locked down in the quarantine to eat out or order in from. Um, like I said, we really did Chipotle and, and Chinese, and that was really two places over six weeks that we did, and most of it was really eating at home and trying to get creative with new meals, but otherwise... Basically, we eat salad for lunch and dinner. And how creative can we be with I love, salads? <laughs> I love Columbia salad. I don't. Oh, he makes a great homemade Columbia if there's, salad. If I there's, will tell you. Yeah, if there's anybody else listening to this that is out of the state of Florida. Um, so Florida has this restaurant. It's called Columbia. And there's how many locations? Five or six? Something like I, that. I believe we know of three. But I don't know where the other ones are. Right. Um, we have one in our hometown. But anyway... So they make this salad, it's called 1905 salad. Um, look up the recipe. Um, I may post a version of it you know, down the road uh, myself, but um, really it's just lettuce, um, Swiss cheese. Um, you see, you kind of do have to like Swiss. Uh, tomatoes, olives. I don't put it in mind with olives. I don't like olives. Um, what else? 
Parmesan, and then it's like this. A lot this, of garlic. The dressing is really what makes it. It is, yeah. The dressing is very just lemon garlic. There's a little bit of Worcestershire in there. Um, At least you say that right. Worcestershire, Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcester, <laughs> Worcestershire. where I come from. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's salad is delicious. And honestly, I don't. I, th- I think I'm. I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say I eat that salad probably two to three times every single week. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, and I he will be making me one tomorrow. I think that sounds good to me. Okay, sounds. Thanks good. for dinner. No, <laughs> actually, happy early Mother's Day. Actually, no, maybe <laughs> Wednesday because speaking of tomorrow, it is Cinco de Mayo. Oh yeah. And it is Taco Tuesday collided into one day. That's true. So I'm gonna make some salsa. I already have that on the books. Yes. If you have a favorite Mexican restaurant, I'm pretty sure they're going to be celebrating very well with the best tacos. So we would love to know your favorite tacos. At 25% capacity. There you go. This is true. This is true. (laughs) What I really want to ask everybody is, do you really, do you know what Cinco de Mayo is? Do you know the history of it, Cody? I know it stands for the 5th of May. Well, this is true. (laughs) And I love today. It was May the 4th and everyone was telling me, May May the the 4th be be with you. you. Makes you sound like you have a speech impediment. Well, May they, the 4th be with you. They came out with um, Rise of Skywalker on Disney+. Plus. You can actually Ooh. watch it now. We have we only we saw it in theaters once, but I think it'd be good to go back and watch it again. Well, we started watching all the Star Wars, and we didn't quite get through all of them, so we're still in what what episode, or what... Oh, you mean went yeah. back and went to yeah. go watch it? Yeah, what number are we on? Um, so we decided, so... I don't want to get criticized for this because I know many people are going to say, oh, you did it wrong. Actually, my brother-in-law would do that to me. So anyway, (laughs) um, no, we we just started with episode one and we're just going to do one, two, three, four, five, and six, seven, eight, nine, all the way through. Um, Because a lot of people, of course, I know because I am a big Star Wars fan to watch four, five, and six first, and then go back and watch one, two, and three, and then watch seven, eight, nine. But when you're a, have more of a chronological brain and you wanna know what order these people came in, which I think Sander is, I think uh, she needs yes. to watch I'm it. I'm in Star one, Wars college, so. She needs to watch it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, because she won't understand. Because a lot of times we'll get into movies and she'll say, so who is that person? And and I was like, oh, remember they were in the last movie or they're in that movie. And I'm having what to was, describe the timeline. We saw the last Star Wars and was it Luke and Leia? No. No, who was it? And I said, Ky- it was, oh, okay. It was, uh, it was Kylo and um, Ray. <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to do any spoilers, but um, well, this would be a total spoiler. So, okay. Spoiler alert. Don't listen. Uh, mute it right here if you're if you haven't seen the movie but kylo and uh ray are about to kiss and then sander leans over to me she's like aren't they brother and sister <laughs> and then and then they start kissing and she's like oh definitely not brother and sister <laughs> definitely not brother and sister. i have lost track of the storyline in that moment but it was kind of funny to it you were thinking i think i was trying to remember all the details i was doing so well through the through this the movie yeah and then I just lost it there for a moment, and I quickly got reminded that, you know, okay, I was not following. Right, right. But, but I got it in the end. I got it in the end. I'm Absolutely. getting pretty good now. But yeah, we really do like Star Wars and that kind of movie. We're very much into uh, history and space and oh, things yeah. like that. So 
Anyway, back to Cinco de Mayo, and then I had, do have some history questions for you. Okay. Um, Cinco de Mayo, I looked it up just so we're all a little bit educated because, you know, we all love our Mexican food, but we love our Mexican people because they're uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Educate me. Hispanic myself, <laughs> and, you know, I just love everyone from different cultures. I think um, it's a beautiful thing. So, um, Cinco de Mayo is the 5th of May. It's also called the anniversary of the Battle of Puebla. Uh, it's a holiday that's celebrated in Mexico and okay. in the United States in honor of the military victory in 1862 over the French forces of Napoleon. So it's Mexico really, um, free, they won the battle to free themselves from foreign rule. From France? France. Yeah. I mean, which kind of makes sense because when you look back in history, um, I mean, even now we know that Louisiana, that whole area was French and... Canada is has French influence, but there was a whole middle um, ground of the U.S. that was all French territory, so that probably extended into. I knew this was a great topic to Mexico. go into. Cody Sells <laughs> is definitely a history buff. I try. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't go deep into history. But, but you enjoy it. Like you I have love a, knowing things. I have a good memory, so I do right. remember things well. Um, I didn't really apply myself that well in school <laughs> yes you got great grades i got great grades i just i didn't you faked your way through i faked my way through <laughs> oh, <Cody. laughs> i just kind of did the minimum effort to get my my grades but i hey i still end up with like what 3.6 something like that three point you know what good somewhere in that range good for you that's fine for high school <laughs> that's, that's what i graduated with i think it's with your, minimum effort so <laughs> but i do think it's your really good memory i think so that probably made it easy for you I have. Did you just learn really well? I have a, um, I guess just a, a super Detail. super powerful gene in my detailed family memory. that I have a super detailed memory, um, and it's actually true because my son, our son, uh, Jonas, he has an extremely detailed memory, and he's only five, and he can remember stuff from when he was like one or two, and you kind of think that kids can't remember stuff when they were little tiny babies that age and he can and I I can actually remember stuff all the way back to when I was maybe like four or five which is pretty normal for people they can't remember much before four but I mean I'm talking like I can remember oh yeah we used to live in this house and if you go up the stairs and you turn left and you open the door and on the right was this desk with something on it and you know I tell that to my mom or or Sandra, whoever, and they're like, "How would I you think even?" My earliest memory. Remember that <laughs> was I was definitely living in England. Like it's a physical, like a memory, not some. You know, you can have a memory of a of a video your parents took. And yeah. Like I remember that because I saw the movie. The, yeah. You know, home recording. You should tell everybody. Like, I mean, you're saying you're from England, so people wouldn't. Some people listening might not even. This know. is true. I was born in Bradford, England. My parents have traveled. They traveled. Everywhere. Everywhere. We did we did quite a bit of vacationing to some very nice places around England, you know, France, and we did go to Italy and, you know, different... Anyway. Parents were continental travelers. Yes, but my mom had a lot of access because she did some sort of vacation planning or travel agent type work. So they would do weekend trips here and there. So you have that access because you're very close. Um, anyway, I am from England, um, but my earliest memory because we lived in England till I was about three or four so I remember some things before then so I have some memories probably around the two three mark it's pretty good yeah of my old house and just different things that I did and 
bit in my bedroom. But anyway, it's amazing how you can remember those things. So yeah, but I would say Cody and Jonas have a pretty, pretty strong gene there. So anyway, I did want to bring up, you know, some history of Cinco de Mayo, but, mm. um, why do we, I mean, do we just make Mexican food just to celebrate their independence? Well, I think that we just celebrate the Mexico, Mexican culture that we know. And that's usually Mexican. It's American, Mexican, <laughs> American, Mexican food. Um, <laughs> I wonder what a traditional Mexican family would make. Cause we just think tacos or. But you I've know. heard in Mexico, it's funny because out of all the countries we've actually traveled to, Mexico isn't one of them. <laughs> Mexico or Canada, and they're the two closest countries. Cruise ship? What? Did you, did you ever go on a cruise with me? Oh, you, that's true. You went to Mexico on a on cruise. On a cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never... I went, oh, all the ones we went on together, you haven't... I went, to, I went to Tijuana when I was like seven, but that doesn't really... I don't think that really counts. It's like well, right over the border. Right there. <laughs> you stepped foot on the land. That's true. So it does count. Went through the border. You went um, through the border. No, I've, I've heard from Mexico that they do a lot of like, what, street tacos? So they do like the That's really true. tiny tacos where it's just, they're like bite-sized and you can have a bunch of them. That's true. And they're really, their salsas are like really spicy in comparison to American salsas. But okay. I don't know. We should take a trip to Mexico. It's not that far away. Speaking of, like, trips, you know, something oh, yeah. that Cody and I have really been talking about is just... Vacation. Vacation. What does vacation look like to our families, you know, with the coming months and... What is everybody dreaming of on their vacation? Like, what are you thinking? I bet you everybody right now is thinking, I want to get out of my house and I don't mind if, if I could even just go across town on a vacation. Like, they are probably all dreaming of something to do outside of their home. Well, we are just, you know, do you fly? Do you not fly? Do you drive? Do you probably not necessarily want to go to a city right now just because right, right. they're we, maybe shut down a lot, you know, with all, with the illness that's around. We love, we love cities we've been to. It's really our favorite vacation, so it's kind of hard to be like, oh. We've been to New York, D.C., Boston. Um, we want to go to Chicago. That's one city we, we do want to go to with. Chicago. We've been to Nashville together, Atlanta, um, Miami. It's a drive. I don't think we spent time in Miami too much, but we've been there together. Um, so we've been to some big major cities, and um, Chicago's on the list. We really want to do Denver, Colorado. Um, I think we just want to experience cooler weather, but with Colorado, you just have this mountainous landscape and our, outdoors and that's on our checklist right now fresh air to be honest we were actually going to go to Colorado this summer I don't know if it's going to happen or not I think it's still on the bookshelf right now because of the whole COVID quarantine time and we're just not sure if we should fly um or even with you know for time's sake you know what that looks like and it just kind of got you know a little taken off of our it's not a matter of being scared or anything because that's not plans. that's not really part of our belief and thought system no not at all i think it's I, just ease of travel with kids is it yeah you know? i thought it, i mean i was 
we were talking the other day, and I actually think it's the cleanest time to fly, really. Because if you Probably think about people. <laughs> the airline industry, normally is packed with, you know, planes are always packed with people. They're never wiping anything down, nothing's sanitized. They're spreading all kinds of germs, you know, viruses and the flu and this, that, and the other thing. And think about it right now. I mean, I see stuff on the news sometimes where it's like you see them, I mean, flight attendants and, and flight crew, they're going through wiping every tray table, they're wiping every armrest. They're making sure that everybody has a mask on. Cody mentioned the other day. I'm thinking, this is the best time to fly. Why haven't they been cleaning it, you know, all along? Oh, not just planes, but grocery stores. I know. I'm, I'm kind of that, that A-type personality that's, I'm not a, I'm not a germaphobe at all, but I do like to be clean. Just appreciate sanitation, you know. And um, you, when you go into a grocery store and you see people cleaning off the freezer doors, um, you know, the, the deep freezer doors and... And they're wiping off the handles and they're wiping off the grocery cart handles and they're doing all that. And you're thinking this should have been happening all the time. Maybe not to this, you know, magnitude of, of, of being super incessant about it. But I mean, this should have been going on a long time ago because <laughs> you're thinking how many people touch these but handles? This is also people? Cody and Sandra cells who we really like to be very tidy and the kitchen is perfectly put together before we go to bed. Not every family is that way, so maybe yeah. they're not thinking the same way. But but normally, I mean, <laughs> we're very much like if we go shopping somewhere, even before the quarantine and COVID came. We will on the clean scene, the cart. We will clean the cart with we would still, with sanitizer for our kids. We would still clean the cart, and we would still on upon exit of the store, getting back to our car, we would still spray our hands with sanitizer and clean it clean it off and get back in the car and drive home. I mean, there's so many people that touch those cards and they would never clean them. So I don't think it's an unwise thing to do. I mean, yeah, I think it's it's okay to say that you're a Christian and you don't want to touch a lot of other people's germs. Right. I don't think that's conflicting, right? I think that's just wisdom. <laughs> no, I think so. Because <laughs> we do stand strong in the fact that, you know, nothing will, no plague will enter your dwelling. You know, I think that that's a biblical stand and you really have to just believe that Jesus died for your sins it is done he died for your sins and he died for your sickness yeah and we you know we had a message given to us this week by you know awesome pastor friend of ours you know that that's hand in hand that that sickness is a fruit of sin and you have to deal with the whole tree with the root which is sin and the fruit of that is sickness and once Jesus died on the cross, he killed the root and all its fruit. Yeah. So, if that makes sense. It Did I good. explain it right? Yeah. Yay. I, <laughs> good paying attention. Right? Kill the root and um, the fruit. Kill the root and the fruit. And so, sickness and disease have been taken care of. And that is a number one principle of what Jesus Christ did for us. Well, speaking of which, um, obviously you've heard us talk. If you are if you don't live close to us or you know who we are, then... Obviously, you know that we are from the state of Florida, and so Florida actually opened back up um, into what they're calling phase one um, out of quarantine just a few days ago. And um, it's nice, you know, to kind of go back out and and see, you know, some businesses starting to open again. And a lot of places are really opening at like 25% capacity for those restaurants that are opening. Um, you know, there's there's tables that have um, like X marks across them, or they're doing you know every other table. And 
mean, it's good for these businesses, I think, to get back out and make money. I also think it's good for um, them to just be wise and, and social distance and, and you know, but still be able to function because honestly, if, if they didn't open their doors really again, personally, I think in the next, you know, 30 days that they really could have a lot of small businesses could have been out of business. And um, so we actually opened the uh, doors to the church that we go to. Um, and we were not expecting that many people. I think we were expecting maybe what, 50% to come or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like what probably 60 to 75% of people came like we were most, we were surprised most faces of of the church before all this quarantine I felt like I were, saw a few I, we knew weren't there and for their you know yeah. right, rightful reasons like they couldn't come for whatever I'd say about 20% 25% weren't weren't there yeah. but you know um and I think some of the reasons that some of the families weren't there too was just because um, some of the things that our church did, you know, they weren't going to have kids church because obviously kids don't know how to um, social distance, you know, especially little kids. They're all over each other, touching everything, licking everything. <laughs> I mean, they're kids. <laughs> Not our children. <laughs> well, you know, to- toddlers in general, yes. <laughs> everybody knows. Um, but, um, you know, they did a very good job and, um, you know. There was a little saying and it it's, you know, you knew if you were if you were sick, obviously you you wouldn't be doing this. But uh, we're huggers and we're proud, just because you're not quite sure how to approach people now, um, because you don't know. You know, usual the usual church, uh, you know, greeting is, "Hey, how are you doing?" And you give a hug and you know, just a nice pat on the shoulder or something. And it's just it's a form of love, a gesture, you know. Um, so all of us just we're just. We hugged each other and, and we're okay with that, you know. I think it's it's just such a strange coming back together. You're not quite sure how to But you would get a lot of people still approach approaching each other. each other and saying, Are do you can I hug you? Are are you good with or just you know, so <laughs> you get this this kind of um, awkward he- interaction. Hesitant interaction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it was good because I the pastor um, really did it well where he you know, really said, you know, some people's faith levels might be here and that's great. You know, if you don't want to wear a mask, if you, if you want to, you know, just be respectful to other people that are there. And we if absolutely the other people, were. And we were. If the other people want a social distance um, and they want to come and they not want to not be around other people or they would like to wear a mask or they would like to, then we're not going to condemn you or judge you for that. We want you to come and just be in um, God's presence and and join in church with us and not feel shame one way or the other. So I think it was really good the way it was done. Um, there was a lot of things that we normally do, book tables and things that weren't done, you know, because so it was really well done. I think it was. Just to avoid any congregating. Yeah. Um, just it, to respect the, you know, the desires of, of, of the people, but it, it you know, it, yeah. did, it wasn't to take away from any of the, well, like you normally we do coffee for but lack like of a better you said, word, the religious part of the service yeah. had nothing to do with that. It was just more of the social of, avoid, interaction, right? That's avoid all. the, the clusters of 10 people or more. And, um, but we were excited. It was so good to have people back in church and just see faces there worshiping with us. And everyone was so excited to be together. And, you know, we didn't get to talk to anyone. Like a renewed um, energy. You know, that may have had a Sunday morning service because we do a Saturday night. But I got to tell you, it's really nice to be 
um, all back together again. And, you know, as the coming weeks, you know, open up and other, you know, other states and other churches, you know, we really just pray that a sense of normalcy, but a new normal, that it's even better than it ever was, um, comes about. That's what we really pray for America, that there's just a new revival of the good things. Um, and you know, the excitement that we're all believing for, you know, the kingdom of heaven released. And Jesus talked a lot about that in, you know, the gospels that just, you know, the power of heaven. And, uh, you know, we really just pray for healing of America and for them all to just come to know Jesus and what he did for them and heal and know that they're healed. And that's what we're really praying for as a church is that, um, you know, people will just come to know Jesus. That's the simple truth. Come to know Jesus and start there. Um, So anyway, uh, we'll probably sum this up, but we hope you're starting to dream. We're hoping you start to interact with people again. We hope that it's not awkward for you. We hope that, you know, your families can get together and, you know, the good parts of life are are more often for you and you're not stuck in your house anymore. You know, yeah. we're hoping that life. <laughs> and for those people that are listening from other countries, cause we know there, there are people that, that listen to us from other countries or other States that might still be in lockdown. Um, you know, really just, just take this time and, um, really do something with your time, you know, be productive with your time. Um, obviously sit back and, you know, have that prayer time and, and whatnot with the Lord and, and read your word more and take that time to do. That's what we've been doing really for that um, past month and a half. But no, really take this time and, and do things that you've always wanted to do that you've never had time to do. And now you might actually have time to do it. Um, and you don't realize what you can actually do with your time if you just sit there and put it together and do it. And then you then you sit back and realize, wow, it's actually coming to fruition and it sounds great or it looks great or whatever it is. So whatever be those creative, talents are, be creative. Be creative. Yes. Um, make lists of things you desire to do and actually do them. Uh, I was listening to the radio this morning and the radio host was saying how she had heard some stories of people just being grateful for the time that they've had and they have kind of set some new normals in their family that they really don't want to get rid of anymore, um, that they want to go forward, you know, continuing. Maybe they, you know, change some priorities in their life. Um, so just maybe this week, just seek out what those are. What are your new priorities yeah. um, to just, you know, reset? You know, I felt like just even the gathering of the church, you know, and just it feels like a almost a rebirthing for a lack of better term of of a new normal and that's yeah. an ex- that can be an exciting thing yeah you know sometimes we all need a reboot and it could be a very positive thing so maybe you know switching our our expectation increasing our expectation and uh, just going forward you know that's really all we can do as a country and, and see what happens you know but if you guys want to um, respond to any of this that we talked about over this, last podcast um you can jump on our anchor uh podcast site so it's anchor.fm and it's slash sandra sells um s-a-n-d-r-a-s-e-l-l-s 
And right on that page, you can click on message and you can actually leave us a voice message and we can feature you on another podcast that we have, or you can just respond to, uh, you know, some of the questions that we've been asking over this past episode, where you want to go on vacation or where you've eaten out or just, you know, or Hey, just share with us over some of the past podcast episodes, you know, something that really spoke to your heart or something that touched you. That would mean a huge deal. We would love to hear from you. So please do that. Anchor.fm slash Sandra sells. Then you just click on message. Very good. Well, happy Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy your Mexican food. I'm sure um, you'll all be cooking up something good or eating out or, you know, take out, whatever you choose. Um, but just enjoy your family time um, and just celebrate the good things in life. Uh, this is Sandra. And this is Cody. And we love you all. We'll pray for you. Have a great and, week. Uh, have a great week. Bye.